Dark Wings Dork Words A Game of Thrones Podcast Season 7, Episode 3 The Queen's Justice Hey everybody, welcome back Chuck Davis, and with me this week are Mike Herger, Craig McCallie, and that's it. And Chuck's actually here this week. Chris, Chris Voorhees was a late call out, yeah. but he did call out. Thanks, Chris. He has faced the Queen's justice. He has been poisoned <laughs> to death. <laughs> that's how she do. Spoiler. You know, some people don't watch the episode. They get all their information from this podcast oh. instead of watching I feel sorry for those yeah. 12 people. Oh, don't. I mean, they can use their imagination just like uh, reading the book. You have to use the power of your mind's eye to envision what's happening. So it's easy. I think, you know, listening to this podcast is probably just as good as reading the books. It, it, and watching the show. It's better. Even better. It's better. It might take longer, actually. <laughs> Well, so this episode we were treated to a moment that we have not enjoyed yet reading the books. The the momentous um, occasion when Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen come face to face. It was a great scene. It was very, uh, I don't know, I, it, was, it was fraught with all the things unsaid, kind of. Al- although... You know the the attitude of them both, I guess, plays out well enough for dramatic purposes of the show. But I, I kind of wish John was a little savvier in his pitch. Fuck, absolutely. I mean, he that's my great. He didn't, he didn't get to his point like the first time that they meet. He's like, right. Uh, but so Daenerys came on with the imperious sort of better bend the knee, better kiss my ass. I'm in charge now. I better fall in line. So I guess it it's fair for him to have been kind of been insulted and put on the defensive, and maybe we can just sort of owe it to the character that he's not savvy enough to ask for what he needs right away, or I mean just just to have thought out how this is going to go to 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 done some homework. <laughs> he's about the, he's it. the opposite of Tyrion in every way. He's just clumsily comes in and, and says, well, come on, listen to me, man. There's a threat. You, it's more important Believe than this. Me. Trust me. Season two, you know, in after... Uh, um, Ned is dead. Lord Commander Mormont is oh. attacked by the White at Castle Black. You know, they, they're a little shrewder about it, and, and they send the animated corpse hand in a jar to King's Landing to seek aid. Mm-hmm. Knowing that they have to provide some evidence of a supernatural threat, John brought nothing other than not his even word. Wor- not even words. Heart. I mean, he barely. He He's, just made a half-hearted like, "Come on." Right. So I mean, I, it, that's a little hard to swallow. It, it's. I don't think that gives John enough credit. If Sir Davos hadn't sort of stuck up for him. And say, take my word for it. And Tyrion, too. They're both like, look, he's, right. he's not an idiot. Uh, we both trust him. He's great. So, But what he's saying is ridiculous. So we can't blame you for thinking he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> so it, it's just unfortunate that these two characters who have been through so much and we... we you know, we we want them to know each other and support each other. I think uh, if you love this story and you see where it's going, and it's just annoying that they, they don't like each yeah. other right now well, and, necessarily. And, and by contrast, she comes back with probably her one of her most compelling speeches yet. Like she owned it, you know. Right. Yeah. But she. But all of that almost dials back, apart from her sort of. Um, monologue about all the shit she's gone through to get where she is you know but her whole attitude is still kind of the fairy tale of but i'm supposed to be the queen you know it, it, it's it doesn't really seem it doesn't do justice to 
who what she she's is, done. as yeah. Tyrion sticks up for her later when he's talking to John and say, you know, she is the one that that helps people and fights monsters. Well, are your feelings for her claim diminished at all by the fact that she leaned too heavily on the whole? Listen, man, I've been through fucking shit to get here. That's one person's struggle. I mean, if she's saying, I did all this to to sit, you know, on the Iron Throne, as is my birthright. For a hundred years of peace. Yeah. I mean, she talked about did she undermine the... it by making it too uh, simply about her instead of what it's supposed to be, which is about the people? Well, yes, but, I mean, in in the context of the show, this whole season up to this point has been her plotting her victory. So you... It makes sense that that's where her head's at right now, mm-hmm. and this is just her first encounter with a substantive future thrall. And this is she just made not a great play. Like, um, but it's fair that uh, they would be sort of nonplussed by the idiotic threat of Grumpkins beyond the wall. But she was also compelling. I mean, for a minute there, I thought that maybe, well. For a minute there, I thought that John looked like he may, like he was considering it. He should have been shrewd enough, even if he wanted to say, "Look, the Night King's coming. Please help." Um, and but I, but I can't bend the knee because I got my own shit to deal with. He, as that audience was winding down, maybe because Varys interrupted and there was promise of further discussion, he should have said, "At the very least, can we have some dragon glass, please? Look, I'll get out of your hair. Just we could use some dragon glass." Yeah. It was it was clumsy, the thing. Yeah. The whole thing was. It was. Well, he John was clumsy more than anything. John was clumsy, which makes sense. But he he's, he's also a been stark a, out of his element. He, he's also been clumsy kind of the whole time yeah. in a way. Anytime anyone ever props him up, he always looks bewildered. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's sort of failed upwards in his life. I mean, I mean, he's he's a good-hearted kid, and and he tries to make good choices and do the right thing. Um, but a lot of his successes have just sort of been um, through not his own shrewd devising, but just dumb luck. My friend Kelly was saying between the last episode and this one, like, when is anyone going to f- learn that the women in this world kind of have things figured out way more than the men do? And she kind of got a point. Like, most of the most of the female advice on the show has been pretty good and... Guys are always just going to their death, <laughs> one yep. way or another. Right? Yeah. I mean, the the women are not always right, but they're certainly making. Well, I mean, that's there. There's counterpoints to that, but well, uh, like to like Lady Helena's t- t- role today. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah. She rocked it the whole time. It sucks for her to die this way. We'll get to it. Well, she didn't die yet. Yeah, she did. Oh, okay. Well, we could talk about that scene. Uh, it was great. Um, the whole time though, I was mistakenly thinking that Jamie had already figured out that she was the one that and had already poisoned her that that killed um, Marcella or uh, Tom or uh, Joffrey. Joffrey, right? Too many. Well, stupid, one, of, one of the kids. Keep going. Um, stupid kids. You know the the ominous placement of the glasses of wine through the whole scene. I was like, well, obviously he's going to poison her, and. That's going to be poetic justice for her killing Joffrey, at least in in his mind. But the truth is, I guess Cersei was and still is a hundred percent sure it was Tyrion all along, right? And and but, he, but Jamie, and she, he she may not she may be a true believer. She may, may not believe it anyway. I think Jamie believed Tyrion when he said he had nothing to do with it. Absolutely, that's why he I let mean, him go. Yeah. But he, but he didn't. He's but not he going to go to Cersei no and try to, was. Try to But convince. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure out like who else would have done that. Apparently, you do. Um, anyway, so I, I thought they were going to give Jamie credit for having figured it out and and forcing her. But but, but that they w- didn't. It would have been weird for. But Jamie hated Joffrey. He was Jay- still his kid, but he he thought he was a monster as much as anyone else. He was almost. a. I don't think he hated him. I think he just was ashamed at, at himself for not having helped him be a better person. But but he also didn't really have the wherewithal to do anything about it. What's your what's your Lannisters to the end of the series prediction? Who lives? What happens? Who, who which Lannisters will survive? Yep. I, only Tyrion. Okay. 
um, because he's the only one who deserves it, probably. Oh, I think is I think, that how George R. R. Martin works? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like kind of out of his hands now, maybe a little. Well, right. <laughs> um, no, Jay. I mean, Jamie has had a huge redemptive arc, uh, but it's hard to forget that he threw Bran out that window. You yeah. know, is it? Do you think all three Lannisters are in a room together well, at some point again? It's been a during long time. the series. Sorry, what? All three Lannisters in a room before the end of the series. Well, they planted a seed for that here. If Jamie gets an opportunity to have another intimate moment with Cersei, he can say, look, it was Olena. It was never Tyrion. And I can't imagine Cersei would do anything but, well, fuck him anyway. You don't think getting a blowjob is an intimate moment? My, my, <laughs> I no. mean, I hope there's many fine blowjobs to come <laughs> for those two. Incest blowjobs, a little, a little creepy, but I guess here we are in the story. No, I think I feel like Jamie's going to be on the march a lot now, um, you know, and and but there's intrigue now. We saw, I mean, in the scenes to come, that there's going to be a wagon load of gold on its way back to King's Landing in order for Cersei to pay off uh, the throne's debt to the Iron Bank. Mm-hmm. And did they get all of Highgarden's loot? I mean, is yeah. that? Yeah. That that's the implication, uh, and so therefore that's the only way that she can pay off her debt in a fortnight. Hmm. So maybe Jamie will personally make sure that that gold makes it back, but maybe so that'll be a fun surprise. How whatever wrench gets thrown into that plan to to fuck up Cersei's sort of endgame to to fund her comeback. Because I mean, Cersei's really been winning all the really battles of the war so far even as they explained it even when Tyrion's narrating the takeover of Casterly Rock it's really oh we we knew they would do that and their fleets de- destroyed they're kind of yeah. stranded so, there so they got nothing from that yeah. it's interesting Except, so Daenerys is kind of really down right now they yeah. started yeah just two episodes ago they established Dorne and Highgarden are with the Targaryens and they're already both out of the fight and or maybe they're back, going to be back. And with, they, they may have been turned. And, with, yeah. and Yara's fleet. Yeah. So yeah. Every, so she. And, so Shit, yeah. Yara's and still and alive. the Unsullied are now stranded in an un- disadvantageous position. And they'll never turn. So they're they'll, they'll never turn. But they're well. I mean, with the magic of fast travel, they could show up and surprise and kill anybody anytime, anywhere. But Euron's forces aren't going to. I guess they just blew their boats up. They didn't. They're not going to take them on in a land battle. Right, they just, just they took the fleet out. out, and that's that's what Jamie explained to Olena. Well, but fuck. Uh, well, how did the Unsullied get? They came by land, right? Sea, sea by sea. Well, that's right, by sea. So, so the, how are, they went to the gr- so they glory cross, hole in the rock. They can't cross half of a continent west to east in any fast relevant amount of time i don't i think it's best not to do any rationalizations about how long it takes anyone to get anywhere but they don't have horses they won't have anything left behind it they can really rock they can take the horses that are there but there but there won't be any. but they don't know they how to ride them, them. i mean <laughs> oh yeah wait they don't they don't ride horses <laughs> they don't either. ride horses so fuck okay they should have sent the dothraki to <laughs> castle rock um but you know like like i said i i mean as as right, right before we started rolling here, we were looking at your fine maps up on the wall and just like, how did they get from here to there? And then over here again, you know, it, so none of that matters, except that Jamie said we were shrewd to make sure that they're stranded there. So that means that 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 carries more weight than actually looking at the distances and logistics. But of it. people who are trying to figure the show out are going to be perturbed by that sort of thing. I think, I mean... I guess just don't try and figure it out. Just get what you get. Just roll with it. Whatever yeah. they tell you happened is what happened because that's the only way it could have happened. <laughs> no. Fake news. But, uh, so in that Olena scene, I was thinking, you know, it, it seemed like they were setting it up for Jamie to spring the Joffrey poison on her as poetic justice, mm. except that Cersei had just done the same thing to to the, to the sand snake. Alaria Sand. Of, yeah. You know, a few short scenes beforehand so that just seems too redundant um and i guess i i like it better that olena was able to kind of get the last dig and admit that she killed joffrey at the end and have that be a surprise jamie didn't a like shot 
Certainly not. Although, you know, it's too late to do anything about it. I thought he was going to just run her through right there. He, I kind of, he kind of should have. With this cock. <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> Edit that out. I thought he was going to. I thought he was just going to run her through right there. With his cock. God damn it. <laughs> now you have to leave him both then. <clears throat> he should have um, run her through. I still think he wasn't that mad because it was Joffrey. I mean, well, he, I guess he yeah. Put, I think Joffrey brought Cersei, him nothing but sadness. But she and put regret. Cersei. Alona put Cersei through fucking hell, which Jamie had to see and endure and witness, and so he's probably mad about that. But well, it, the thing she said that made him squirm the most was. Saying he's a damn fool for loving Cersei and how she's, she's, she's going to be the end of him exactly. Yeah, and he, I think he, he knows maybe. he yeah. knows she's right. Yeah, and but he chooses to do nothing about it because he just follows his gut, not his brain. Well, I mean, nobody nobody in love with anyone can ever be expected to do anything rational. Oh, right. I mean, he's going to stand by the biggest villain on the show. Well, Euron's probably worse, but or you know, there's worse. The mountain is the worst. Mm, I think she's, I think she's the worst. Well, yeah, she's no, bad. she's the worst. She's Seriously? fucking bad. Joffrey, if she, if Joffrey were worse, if Joffrey had her competence, he would have been the worst. But she's she's competent. Yeah, she's smart enough to know better, and she's, you know, calculatedly evil. We're forgetting Ramsey, but whatever. <laughs> but no. he was just crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, like you said last week. Jesus, at, you know, he was. You can't, you, you know, he he was bad. He needed to be put down. He he's a serial killer. She's oh, not yeah. a serial killer. She's a sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> let's let's get a psychologist in here next week and quantify these terms. Qual qualify. Qual either quantify. both. Quantico. Let's get some numbers. No. <laughs> CIA camp. That's a solid. <laughs> But we digest. Clarice Starling. With his cock? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, th- speaking of, we saw, well, I guess we saw Theon for, I think we in saw, like I the think, next week's episode. I think we I saw, saw him. No, we, I guess he was in this episode. He had an incredibly the, small the, amount of screen the, time. The, the, the Ironborn dragged him aboard the boat. Basically, we're like, said, you're a pussy. That's it. Oh, you didn't yeah. save her? I tried. Well, you wouldn't be here, basically. Yeah, right? Tried. That's yeah. Well, we didn't see Theon. That's we, we saw Reek. Yeah, that's Ooh. a good point. Well played. So now we have to wait for Theon to reemerge, redeem himself again somehow after being a sad sack, broken, yeah. ineffectual, just waste of space. I mean, for his, his a, sister's still alive. And a half. Yara, Yara lives. She yeah, that was killed. that was Yara lives. a surprise and. And wasn't even turned over to Cersei. Like, she didn't know or she care. She wasn't part of the, of the gift. Right. Which I guess, you, yeah, you don't want to overshadow the he real He was search. Euron's gift. Yeah. Yeah. To himself. Um, maybe Yara will turn the tables and stab Euron in his sleep at some point. That would be a lame but not unexpected end to that character. She, she, was, a, she was a pretty strong character to go out just like this, though. I mean... No, she's not out. She's alive, which yeah. means she'll get her moment still. And maybe it'll have something to do with Theon. Maybe Theon will rescue her somehow. She 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 definitely takes pity on him and loves him and, and cares about him. Now, so was it Yara's men that rescued Theon, or was it Euron's y- men? Y- Yara's. Yeah. It was his allies. Okay, so so there's still because at first I thought it wasn't, and when they were pulling the guy because the similarly bearded guy, uh-huh. I thought it was Euron at yeah. first. That's why I said, "Uh oh, he's gonna, oh, he's just gonna no. kill Theon." Right it was now. it was allies. Okay, so there's still a contingent of Yara's fleet still yeah. out. there. I think what they say there was like two or three ships left. Yeah, two two oh, or three, but not, not a lot. How many were there? A hundred before? There's, it looked like a lot. Shit. Well, they just cloned a bunch with CGI. There was there was there was. <laughs> there was uh, a lot of good epic scale establishing shots of you know Dragonstone of fleet, Dragonstone. fleets and Dragonstone and the, the siege of Casterly Rock. Yeah, have mm-hmm. we I, have we seen Casterly Rock even on the show before? Really, I don't. I don't think so. No, I really. If don't so, think it would have so. just been a no interiors or anything yeah. like that. They never really got there. 
Yeah, it was impressive. It yeah, good. It was cool. I, I appreciated uh, Jamie's reference back to the Battle of the Whispering Wood. It's just nice to remember pivotal moments mm-hmm. that that have are so far in the past. Now they don't seem to have any bearing with the current narrative, but uh, at least they're paying lip service to events that shaped these characters' lives in the past. Sure. Um. Okay, I mean, do we want to talk about Sir Jorah, Sir, the Queen's Justice in, no. in the cell? Oh, it. I mean, sure. as, as, yeah, mu- as, as much as I hate Cersei, um, her daughter being murdered. I mean, Elaria Sand is pretty, um, hard to vouch for in any right. way. She, she I don't... was, she was just a murderous, vengeful spirit. I mean, she had reason to be vengeful, but. The way she went about it was just cruel and unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it was... Well, I mean, who started it? You know, like, I was I was thinking when she was looking at the mountain, thinking back to, what did what did the mountain do to her? Was it her way back when, before the series? Um, he, well, he threw their kids against the wall and crushed them? And what was it? Something like that. Was it her kid, or was it... Not her kid. It was um, her lover's nephew okay so i mean that shit's been going on for a long time so that predates the show so that happened and then the mountain murdered over and yeah and the, then and then ilaria killed marcella and then cersei killed you know both of that like i mean yeah it's, all, all the, the political this is bad blood for a long time fight between the martells and the lannisters has been real and shaped their the, the Dornish people's point of view since before the show, but Alaria is all a bit about. Oh, are you Canadian? Gen- vengeance for her boyfriend. Hmm? You just said a boot. Did you I, catch yourself? I have saying been that? watching a lot of uh, Orphan Black in the oh. last couple of days. Is that a Canadian show? Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. To bring it back to the scene, I mean, you're right. She they they murdered Prince Dorn or Prince not Prince Dorn Prince. The prince, just because he was weak, right? He wasn't making moves. He was in a wheelchair. They, they, I don't know if that mattered. Not, but. I mean, they, they perceived him as weak because they just wanted him to declare war. But, and he, but he, they killed him. Yes. So that's pretty... That's the, they, because they just wanted to declare war. They wanted to go fight and kill Lannister's right. ASAP, and he wasn't doing what they wanted, so they just was killed he him. Was brother, her brother? He was... Um, Oberyn's brother. So, so family side, regicide, just because you're not, you're not acting, you're not doing enough. So yeah, she she wasn't great. Elaria San wasn't wasn't a good person. No, but uh, she's I mean, also not out necessarily out of the picture. Although um, her daughter's definitely hottie is whatever the hot snake, hottie Dottie. <laughs> the hot snakes. Yeah, just I mean that was sad. It was brutal. I mean, Cer- Cersei's vengeance was, but cr- what made cruel. it brutal was Cersei's explanation of it. In by itself, it wouldn't have seemed that as bad as a lot of other stuff we've seen. But her explanation of it, like really, oh, the anguish on those faces was hard to watch. Yeah, um, the mountain standing there. I I thought for sure we'd see some monstrous brutality from him. But Me, I was afraid so too. Yeah. yeah. But what happened? I thought she was gonna, even Cersei worse. was going to say, "Now he's going to split you open, like the way, you know, just like some sort of." Blah. I figured she'd walk away and just leave him to his work, kind of a thing, like, like she did like, with the Septa. Yeah, right. Fuck. Yep. Yep. God, bad people being bad to each other in the harshest ways on this show. Um. What else? Oh, oh, okay. So here's something that I. I totally glitched on in the first episode when we see Bran and Mira arrive at the wall. I'm so used to seeing John at Castle Black as he has been for six straight seasons that I forgot he was at King's Landing when that <laughs> happens. So I thought that, you know, they would rush into each other's arms in a scene shortly thereafter. None of us corrected you. <laughs> so it wasn't until he arrived and, you know, Winterfell and had the tearful, well, on Sansa's part, yeah. reunion. Well, he's he's the three-eyed raven now. He's not. He is, but know. I mean, I guess this is our first glimpse of Bran as a 
as a superhuman. Like he's no longer Bran anymore at this point. What did you Which think? Is, of... It made me sad that he couldn't sure. have a human reunion it's a bit with real his robotic. Sibling. What yeah. did you think of the similarities similarities between what Littlefinger uh, recommended Sansa do and what Bran said he was doing? Did you notice the similarities? Littlefinger was like, "Oh, just you see, have to be everywhere at once. Everyone's your everything. enemy. Everyone's think your of, friend. See think everything. Of every Never be surprised." Scenario. Think of every scenario, and then Brand almost word for word a couple of those things in the next couple. I, scenes I didn't later. catch that parallel, but that was a potent um, uh, moment with Littlefinger. You could see was that actual sage advice. I mean, it feels once. like it. Well, it wasn't advice. It wasn't. It was advice, but um, it was more. A win. I mean, him just laying his cards on the table and saying, "Here's what I do. Here's what I do. This is how I see the world." To Mike's point, why he he doesn't share that shit with anyone except for his peers. He would say it to maybe Varys at one point, but but, he loves Sansa. Yeah, but does he? Yeah, yeah, he he does. does. But that's tricky. But his love is not human compassion. It's just coveting, calculated. Just you know. be- beauty, her, the fact that she's her mother's daughter, like it's weird. I mean, it's a weird emotion for Littlefinger to have. Everything Littlefinger's doing now is sort of counter to all the shrewd plotting and um, maneuvering that he had done up until the last season, where the showrunners came along and said, "Well, let's just put him here and have him do this." It it doesn't do justice to. Martin's intention for the end game of these well, characters. We'll see in a couple episodes. I have a feeling we're going to be singing a different song. But but I guess for what the showrunners are doing, yeah, you know, it's a key moment. We've been waiting for you know, Sansa's been brushing him off and saying you know, yeah yeah, you're so smart and I don't really need your advice. Doesn't it um, be creep. What <laughs> we got the glimpse now that that he does have an in with her and she is going to think about his words yeah and she's got a bad bitch dress on like she whenever she's awesome she has a black dress on but everyone did everyone was wearing all black up there so right yeah cersei was all in black yeah that too i kind of i thought it was a little incongruous seeing Jon snow in his you know black cloak start clothes uh, on dragonstone i mean it was windy it was probably cold but it just seemed like <laughs> dude you know I thought the same thing. Enjoy the yeah. warm weather while you can. Get like that fucking L- fur off. An Come L.A. On. person, 50-degree weather. Cloak. Huge Have we cloak. seen the last of Melisandre? Or until she returns from mm. Volantis? I think we'll see. Like in the last episode? That's interesting. I don't know. That's a good question. She Boy, she gave Vera's pause at the end of that speech. Yeah. About, yeah, I'm, I'm going to die here in this weird land just like you. And he was really like... Scared. Mean? I'm not going to die. I'm I'm the I'm the good one. It, um, it was a it was a threat in a way. It yeah. sounded like and she saw something in the flames, and he was well, nervous about it. He was. It wasn't a threat from her directly. It was no. just sort of a threat, like I know Lord of Light, your I, end. We'll see. Yeah, but as, as that's at the end of a speech where she just said, "I I've made horrible mistakes. Like you know, don't take. I don't always know what I'm talking she about. Or doing. Told, she could have told Davos that. Fuck." It seems like, um, you know, when Davos almost revealed that John had been brought back to life by Melisandre, mm-hmm. Melisandre was around, you know, it seems like she could have popped, ex- out of, popped out of a corner and be like, hey, I know how that happened. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, or just said, now, just so you guys know, this kid over here, he's here because of me. Danny, Danny picked it up. She remarked on it later. Well, she took, but she, with no explanation. Yeah. I'm just saying that Melisandre. But she, she Mel- picked up on it. She didn't know that. Yeah, she picked right. up on the comment. It but wasn't she didn't subtle. know that it's a literal thing, right? Yeah, and Tyrion didn't have an explanation either. Um, it's just interesting that that's there for them to wonder about um, when it could have been explained. Although I don't know if that would have helped anything. Melisandre wasn't it, where where she spent so much of her time on this show demonstrating that the Lord of Light gave her real power by you know doing creepy magical things. Um, she's not trying to impress anybody with that anymore. Her her faith after her initial coming out of the gate in the first season that we saw her has been sh- repeatedly shaken though. 
by the Lord of Light. I think she's a she's she's not a part time believer, but she definitely has had her faith shaken, and she realizes she's fallible, and she speaks. She spoke with great authority and uh, enthusiasm before. Now she is going around admitting her failures and mistakes. I mean, that's that's been a transformation for her character. Well, so I alluded to the fact that I wonder if we'll ever learn more about what the other followers of R'hllor back in Volantis might be up to. And her just saying, I'm going there, and then I'm coming back. That That's an interesting, juicy mm-hmm. little yeah. thing to mull over. Sure. And regarding what I just said about her faith, although we know that she's repeatedly and uh, very often reminded of the power of R'hllor by her, we've seen her true form, which she doesn't go walking around in all the time. So it's probably by his grace that she's allowed to appear young. and. That's true. Yeah. Even though it's not apparent to the people around her. It'd be hard to argue that one. Her whole existence (laughs) is evidence of her supernatural ability. Yeah. Yeah. We got our first kind of uh, real Tyrion character moments in a long time in this episode. Yeah. It has been. Tyrion and John's conversation in private. That was... Yeah. That was good. good. It was good for Tyrion's part. He was trying to quip, but John wasn't playing along. (laughs) And he remarked to that effect, like, okay. (laughs) Old old stone-faced John. (laughs) But I was almost... In that moment, I'm remembering Tyrion's origins as the... You know, not, not just sort of the, you know, pervish imp, but also, you know... The, the the young boy who loved to read because he couldn't go out and play with the other kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, in those early first season conversations that he did have with John, he alluded to books that he'd read and how he used to love dragons. And um, I felt like the show could have had him tell John something useful about the mythology and lore of of the others and the Night King. I mean, the fact that John said the Night King is coming and nobody's like, who's the Night King? What are you talking about? Because that's like deep, old, old world northern mythology. People should be curious about that and say, hmm. now, when you say Night King, are you, did you Good mean Good night, this? Queen, King Moon. But if we want to liken these regions to different sort of worlds or states or nations, I mean, how much do we know about let's say Middle Eastern mythology outside of jinns and ifrits and anything we learned playing Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, probably not, probably not much. Well, that, I guess that's kind of the point I'm trying to make is people don't know what he's talking about. So why should he have expected them to know that sort of thing? Why should he have expected them to, or when he threw it out there, why didn't they demand an explanation? You know who we need? Old Nan. Old Nan. Where's Old, old Nan when you need her? Old Nan. <laughs> Killed by uh, Ramsey, right? She, uh, I don't. Did they? Or did say she die even? of natural causes? Was she, she wasn't even on the show, was she? Was she? She was in an episode okay. too. Yeah, <laughs> she she was um, watching over Bran when his legs were broken, and he wasn't the three eyed raven yet. Okay, I guess his legs are still broken, but <laughs> when he was still like bedridden in Winterfell, well, his spine was broken, right? Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, his his legs are actually... Those bones are fully intact. Yeah. Just the nervous system is... Just the old spine. Are you talking about old Nan? What are we talking about? I was, yeah. I was saying old stories. Nan could sit down and spin a yarn for everyone. Yeah. Just get them all in one room and be like, okay, here's, so here's what it is. We have two... Well, I mean, we have the two... Two of the three real Ned Stark kids still met up this week. So Bran and where's Arya Sansa still? and Arya's on the way to on the Winterfell. Way, on the way, right? Because she turned away from her. So we're gonna have a trip trifecta of uh, are we of Stark children? We should. I, it would be more in keeping with Arya's fate that she never gets there, right? That she changes her mind and goes back south. No, something happens. Something happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Arya encounters the Hound before she ever gets to Winterfell. Oh man. I'd like to see that reunion. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, what What are the the Brotherhood Without Banners, we assume? I mean, it was kind of snowy where they were at. They were, they were going making north. Making their leisurely way north. <laughs> I mean, they could have fast traveled there by now, but... 
All drunk and shit. Just. I mean, the hell might be a. I think he's sober by now. Oh, I meant the Brotherhood. Just, oh, you know, yeah. riding, drinking. Yep. Thoros. Thoros just falling off his horse with his to- <laughs> fucking top knot. Did, uh, when, when Jamie. Oh, when Tyrion was describing how the siege of Casterly Rock would happen. And we see them throwing the ladders up and scaling the walls and stuff and having a hard time. And then Tyrion says, ah, but I told him how to sneak in. Were we seeing what would have happened if Tyrion didn't give them a better plan? Or were those things happening simultaneously? The, like, fir- the former. So they snuck in. They didn't do... They, they didn't, they didn't do, do the ladders. Hmm. Right. They, they right. just rushed through the gate without being noticed. Right. Okay. Unless they sent some people to as a diversion, but... But, I mean, like, when Grey Worm's on the wall and he looks out, there's boats everywhere. I mean, there's no way those just... They they snuck up on the... I mean, I feel like they would have had to lay the siege while they were sneaking in to open the gates. But it it just was... Cinematically, they didn't... They made it work that montage together very well. Uh, I mean, it it played out to me like, here's what might have happened, but here's what really happened. But then, that's the how did I that got. happen? If they either, you know, they didn't all sneak in through the little tunnel. No, they. Or, I mean, a they, few people snuck into the tunnel that opened. They didn't all sneak up to that gate without being noticed. Oh, <laughs> well, that's that, probably that true. Huge fleet. Let's not think about it like we don't think about fast travel. <clears throat> right. What do we think about the? What, did we talk about the Brand Sansa conversation? Just how in the, in the gods would how I wish she wouldn't have said quote. I don't know what you're talking about. Or I don't no I don't know what that means. That is such a modern phrase. Everyone's just like I don't know what that means. Yeah. No, I know it. Yeah, it it didn't. It. I know what you mean. Bran loves to watch his sister get raped by. Well, that was such a, a weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it was it was a smart choice if the point was to make him seem mystic. Uh, well, not just mystic, but also like. Uh, not um, thinking about her feelings or not really being yeah. aware of the gravity of the moment that he's in. Sure. Like, he, his mm-hmm. mind is elsewhere. He, he's really everywhere at once, yeah. Right. He's still getting okay with his omniscience. I mean, just that's so shitty. Just like, oh, hey, yeah. Uh, kind of sucks that you were, like, raped here, huh? <laughs> She's like, okay, I, I gotta go. Yeah. Okay. I, pu- I, pu- I posted on x Don't worry. Remember how excited I was to see you a minute ago? I changed my mind. Yeah. Which so so that like I said that makes me sad. Yeah, but that's his that's his character, I guess. Because I wanted Bran to still be Bran, but he is not. Is he ascending to semi? Is he becoming deified? No, I don't know. I mean, he's he's. I I guess I'm lamenting the fact that we're only ever going to see him like sort of stone faced, cryptic comments, like seeing the future. Maybe occasionally saying something useful, maybe occasionally having a flashback or a scene so he can be a cipher for the audience so that we know what he knows. But it doesn't seem like anything he says or does is going to have great emotional or mm-hmm. um, plot driving um, He grew up too fast. <laughs> on the show. I mean, the implication is he's going to get more this way, too. I mean, fuck, he's going to end up living in a tree like... Uh... Like huh. Max von Sydow. Well, maybe like he when when Sansa leaves, he's like, "I'll stay a while." Like maybe they'll just leave him in the Godswood. And, yeah, you, and the, who knows if he even needs to eat or drink anymore? The I mean. branches will just just grow around. I'm just like, I, did, "Did you go water brand today?" <laughs> <laughs> and we can make fun of him like that now because he's not emotional. So that's yeah, what he deserves. He doesn't care. He's 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 thinking ahead or behind. I thought he might say something about, hey, guess what? John's not really our brother. He's the one that knows. He could. He does know. Yeah. But now he seems too far removed from real life to tell anyone anything useful, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think he'll tell John or Danny or someone at some point whether it, it helps. You're, yeah, you're probably right. He probably will say that maybe in the presence of both of them. Right. Or something. Otherwise, it's going to be another wild-ass tale like White Walkers. You know what it'll be? It'll be the dragons 
are at Winterfell, ready to face the Night King. And uh, and Tyrion and Danny are going to mount up, and, and they'll say, who's going to ride that third dragon? Uh, you know, geez, too bad there's no more Targaryens around here. And Bran will be like, but there's one right here. That's how it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. We'll see. We will see. Won't we? <laughs> uh, I liked when they explained that Danny can't just go riding off on her dragons to go burn the fleet because she's too important. That that serves. It's our first kind of addressing of it in a way, right? It, yeah. So it addresses the fact that Danny thinks that she can just go do a f- flying raiding party on her dragons anytime she wants to, and take out Euron's entire fleet. Uh, right. And who was it? Um... That said, you know, fleets can burn or something. I feel like she could take out the fleet. I mean, Quyburn has the weapons back at King's Landing, maybe, but I don't feel like they're they would have been mounted on. Well, uh, so various people said boats. it just takes one arrow, though. You're not impervious, that sort of thing. Right. No, I thought that was that was useful explanation to help explain why the dragons are still out of the fight. Sure, because because they're not going to know what to do without Danny to guide them. Yeah. It was concise as well, just yeah. a quick aside. Mm-hmm. That was good, good stuff. What if Danny counters with making armor for the dragons, like some big breastplates? I didn't. Here's something I didn't catch on that subject. Maybe. Well, if I think it was just showing that Sansa knew what she was talking about. Now, what? Why did the guy say? Why don't these breastplates have leather on them? Because you're going to need that. I, I didn't. I didn't extra, did you catch it. Extra, extra protection. J- j- okay, so it was yeah. nothing. It was just yeah. a. a a way to make Sansa. It's a way to like. Show this that, is this is what you should be doing okay, to okay. make this. So never mind that. So back to your dragon armor thing. Because those soldiers have never been exposed to the cold weather. I think. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because you wouldn't want to put on the fucking yeah. oh. cold ass piece of metal if you're already freezing. Burr. Okay, so dragon armor. Go yeah. on. So barding, dragon barding. I mean, I think Daenerys will hear their plan to make the. Spear, and then she'll be like, "Well, what can we do to protect against that?" Oh, she's and then it'll just the be an escalating arms race. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what if we mount? And then Kim Jong Un, it's like, "Hey, man, too, what if I got some nukes too soon in our future. Too real. <laughs> they can hit Chicago now." He said. Yeah. Well, someone said, We're, "This isn't Chicago. Don't worry." Okay. No Aria this week, so. Still fast traveling. Have we seen? Well, I guess we've seen Brienne this year. She had a little. Going to see her next episode. Flirt with Tormund. <laughs> well, if you want to call it that, yeah. Well, I do want to call it that. Okay, flirt with Tormund. That should be a regular segment of our podcast going forward. <laughs> it's time for our flirt with Tormund. Tormund, what do you think? And of? then he'd have to come on the show. Ooh, okay. I saw he was. In a movie, some every every one of these actors is now in at least a motion picture. It seems like, yeah, Sansa is uh, Jean Grey in the X Men movies. Yeah, no, oh. is there another X Men? John Snow is in something shitty and stupid. I don't remember oh. what it was. She's going to be the the front and center, and the next one it's going to be the really? Dark Phoenix saga. So oh, it's, it's nice. all, all about her and her super powerfulness. So we got that to look forward to. Um, I just watched MI5 with uh, Kit Harrington. That's oh. maybe that's the one I was talking about. It wasn't that. Is that a movie? Right? It wasn't that bad though. It oh, was, yeah. It, it, it for like sort of British modern spy drama, made for TV quality. It was it was sufficiently twisty, but it was a little on the nose and accelerated. Oh yeah. But. Uh, it was good. Nothing else pops to mind about people that originated in our awareness on this show that have gone well, into Tormund was my example. I saw him in, on something new. Not the Capital One commercial? <laughs> <laughs> Capital Two commercial. What Boom. is in his wallet? <laughs> Did we talk about the whole Sam situation? Oh, no. there you go. That, I mean, I knew Sir, we were missing something. Sir, Sir Jorah, I, I think I not started to try and talk about it, and then I, sh- I, sh- I uh, shut you down. Craig interrupted Sorry. me. That bastard. I I thought Jorah would look way more fucked up post op. <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just ripped like 
I mean, I, I feel like he's probably had weeks to heal at this point. Even so though how's that? Does that hurt? Supposedly it was a day, but it, yeah, the next day there's no way. Fuck, that was when supposed he, to be the next day. He should have looked Basically. like a, a fucking flayed man. <laughs> yeah, although I guess whatever ointment Sam used did the trick. Good shit, like man. Gangbusters. It was called Gangbusters ointment. It's fine. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, do you think? The moldy scrolls that he's been directed to transcribe Ooh. Ooh. contain useful information. Yes. Ooh, that is a good guess. That's like a good hypothesis. Guess. I like yeah. it. I, th- I, I think so. And and if so, do you think that was intentional by, on the part of the Archmaester? No. No. What? Yeah. You mean like, okay, do your thing again? No, not that. Just like... Like, please discover some more stuff? About what you've told me, basically? No. Not not that exactly, but just sort of like, the Archmaester has the knowledge that Sam is looking for, didn't think he was worthy of it, and now maybe he does. Hmm. We'll see. Or, think, may, or maybe, maybe he's just putting him in a position to take advantage of it. If, if, if he knows what he's looking for, uh, if he's shrewd enough, or maybe even the Archmaester doesn't know what's I there, mean, but he... Thinks if anywhere in the Citadel there's something that might affect the outcome of the long winter to come. I I don't think so. Okay. I think you're right that Sam's going to find something, but I don't think that's anybody's Sam plan. Sam's going to have his chains in matter of no time. I guess I, I was just wanting the Archmaester to reward him more than just not kicking him out of the Citadel. <laughs> I mean, you, you, have a, you have a good possible point in that he propped Sam up a lot and said, oh, many... Maesters who are heavy with the healing chains couldn't have done what you did. Now go tackle that homework. I mean, sure, maybe. I was kind of hoping that uh, when Sam says, "What will you do now?" You know, he would be like, "I don't know." <laughs> or you know, it sounded say, like that's where he was going because he was like, "I've been all consumed with this disease. How the fuck should I know? I haven't been thinking about this." And he could say, "Well, we sure could use your help up at the wall." Mm-hmm. And he says, "All right." Mm. I'll give you a lift. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then they fast travel. Yeah. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was like there's a great opportunity for fast travel there that neither one of them took. Although Jor, it sounds like Jorah will fast travel back to Dragonstone. Man. So does maybe, he know? Maybe Jorah's the one that'll hijack the, the gold shipment because they're both sort of headed the Ooh. same way. How does he? How is he going to find out any, anybody's whereabouts? Um, I, I guess it's the, well, it's not the buzz of the kingdom. But some of the royals, I mean, the royals know. If in the Citadel, any news worth knowing will travel there by Raven. Okay. Yeah. So, and, oh, and Sam will So Sam they will get know. the news first. He'll probably find out from Sam, and then he'll go to Khaleesi. But I don't think Sam and Jorah will not be in the same room together again anytime soon. They said they're goodbye already. Yeah. I, okay. But but Jorah could just I be walking past a stall in the market on his way out the gate and overhear something useful and then mm-hmm. act upon it. What the fuck is going to happen when he gets back to her? Is she is she going to? Because he said she told me to go find this cure and go take care of myself, but she was also sending him away. You know what she I mean? She was sending him to live. She had basically led him back into her life. Yeah. Don't you think that Even she doesn't the... want anything to do with him again, though? She's not thinking about him at all right now. So what's going to happen when she has to? Um, heartbreak on Jorah's part, it's probably. Always, yeah. Um, but he'll be given the opportunity to be heroic in her service yet again. Agreed. Well, then he'll be happy. He doesn't need to have her. He just needs to serve her. That's right. It's so... Everyone will be thrilled all around that uh, Grayscale could come back. No. Grayscale's good. <laughs> I, but I'm happy to be done with it. No super gross Sam task for this week? Cutting into a after a lesion big, slash pie. After a fucking a pus, montage. Pus of... shit and soup free episode <laughs> for Sam. After a bedpan montage and then... Ugh. Don't worry, he made more than any of us make in a year combined. Yeah, but in real life. Just to just to stir some shit. <laughs> You're stirring the shit. Sam yeah, I know. Sam is stirring the shit. Um let's talk about Sam's father, Randall Tarley. 
Ooh. Looks Ooh. like he's he was convinced. By Jamie. Right. Which they did not allude to on screen, did they? We didn't know until we saw them writing. We together. didn't know what his decision was. Yeah. So that was a timely reveal that mm-hmm. that sort of helped inform like how did they all of a sudden defeat just off screen defeat Highgarden? Well, I guess it was easy because Tarly came over <laughs> their side, and he was presumably the strongest of the Bannermen, and maybe he swayed the others. Maybe, maybe yeah. the... well, he he was a huge set piece. I mean. His army was demonstrative, and I just—I mean, it's a, like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whoever teams up and has the numbers pretty much gets to tell everyone else what to do. I guess. Yeah, I think that's right. So I, I think Jamie's conversation with Tarly sw- swayed that outcome more than anything. Or maybe they had a conversation off camera too, where he said, "Look, <laughs> here's do you want to only- be? Do you want to be in next week's episode or not?" <laughs> We can kill you. Guaranteed warden of the... South. South. North. What, or what? Yes. Guaranteed warden versus... Versus... Uh, versus Jack Warden. Bunking with some Dothraki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we saw Braun briefly. We saw Braun. Shit. Braun's still in the mix, riding in a place of prominence in the Lannister I'm not thrilled about it. I'm forces. not thrilled about seeing him there. Just seeing him being a servant rather than a, a rogue. No, him writing with such shitheads. Well, I mean, he is a shithead. He writes in reality. Yeah, he, but he goes where the gold is, and he's yeah, never uh, equivocated equivocated on that point. That's a, not Didn't a word he... that suits a sentence about Braun. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have a nice mansion, nice estate somewhere, and? Yeah. Didn't Jamie come riding up and say, all right, come on, we have more shit to do? <laughs> Is that how it went? Something like that. Fuck. He's, he like he, he's probably somewhere. rolling his eyes at the whole thing. He's just happy to get paid, I guess. <laughs> but he's already a lord with, a, with lands now. But he only gets to keep them if the Lannisters come out on top. I guess that's true. Mm. All right. I feel like... Um, Is that it? We covered all the bases. Did some speculating on some hypotheses, and um, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm enjoying, I'm greatly enjoying the season so far. It's a good one. All right, cool. All right, say good night, Tracy.